What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Clemens. Here with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Mike LaPlante and Ike Bonnie. What's going on, fellas? Hey. I'm disappointed in you. We had such a good talk about you coming in and being this enthusiastic person. Yeah, what is that? God damn. You came in like the robot, you know, that's going to be our butler in about 50 years. Like, what the fuck was that? Obviously, the nerves got you there. Yeah. What you guys are just gonna come at me like that? <laughs> oh yes, yes we are. We we told you right before the show we are ready. We're uh, hostile. We, we want to go at it with our regular. And we wanted a good intro, and then here comes Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good intro, man. Sure, you didn't miss a word, but if I had <laughs> if I had to rank it, I'd put it at a four. Wow. Now ask me what it was out of. Out of what five? A hundred. Oh, Ooh, brutal. brutal. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> But, well, since I suck so bad, let's just jump right into the breaking news that happened oh, right before we uh, – well, not right before we started, but a few hours ago. Julio Jones to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guys. Uh, I just want to hear your guys' thoughts. Start with you, Ike, but just a lot of things. What does this do to Brady's value? What does this do to um, Russell Gage's value? Uh, Leonard Fournette, you know, new addition, Kyle Rudolph – um you're you already so said gage with. i hey kyle, kyle rudolph no i'm not in love with him tom brady's in love with him he loves his tight ends <laughs> in what way he has never played with kyle rudolph before you know what he never played with Cameron Bray, but he made him somewhat fantasy relevant i suppose it's true for a little bit but what's your guys yeah, yeah what's your take um i'm assuming julio is going to Probably be the third wide receiver. Obviously, he's going to take over Russell Gage's spot, which means Russell Gage is going to drop more in the 60 to 70 range. Probably not worth a flex play or anything like that. Um, Julio, still a risky draft pick because his hamstring, I'm assuming, is still a little dinged up. That's been bugging him for like two or three years now. Uh, We did hear that Chris Godwin is healthy. I don't know if you guys mentioned that. Well, supposedly healthy for week one and training camp. I'm not That's always it. good. I am. So just because I draft him in a lot of spots, you have to believe. No surprise. You bought stocks on uh, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, I can't even remember. Go ahead. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you bought stocks on fucking uh, AMC before COVID. AMC. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they cra- they crashed. They crashed before COVID. It's a. Theater oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But honestly, I think if anybody, this affects Mike Evans slightly just because they're going to be kind of doing the similar thing, which is more of the deep route. That's just what I feel like is going to happen. That Obviously, Tom Brady is going to get a huge boost, though, for sure. Yeah, it definitely helps Brady. It's just the, thing, the person I think it hurts the most is Russell Gage. Like, I was saying him in late rounds in best ball a ton, and – that kind of just goes bye-bye until Julio tweaks a hamstring or something, you know, but uh, LaPlante, what are you thinking? Uh, I mean, the biggest loser in this is definitely Russell Gage. Um, you know, all the Russell Gage truthers out there. I, mean, I was one of them. Um, we're very, yeah, that's, that's true. Very hyped on Gage this year. Uh, he's the biggest loser. Um, I think Rudolph takes a little bit of a hit as well. Um Again, you know, the, the news of Chris Godwin, yeah, that's great. You know, maybe he – I don't think he'll be back week one, but I think he'll be back sooner than what we expect, you know, if they if they want to. I mean, they're super deep in the wide receiver room now. Yeah, that's why they got Julio. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I really do think probably the biggest losers maybe would probably be Leonard Fournette and Gage um, just because it might take away from that target share that he lo- he loves to throw the running backs. Um I'd probably be I think Rashad White is more scary to Larry Fournette than Julio. But what I want to know is, I, and I, I'm sorry if I put you on the spot, Ike, here. Have you put him in a ranking spot yet since we are talking about a rankings episode? I have not yet. But thanks for putting okay. me on the spot, sweet. <laughs> well, I, I just asked. It happened I, like, what, an hour or two ago? Yeah. I, oh, you got to be on top of your shit, man. Uh, the fair. reason I just asked is because it. the only reason I brought it up is because it's a rankings episode. All right? All right, I'm gonna take the one O lead and I'm gonna I'm gonna mark ah, him. Bullshit. I no, got no uh, there should be an asterisk next to it. But before okay. we move on to the best offense in the league, the Jaguars, I just wanna did mm. you guys see that Lenny's not fat Lenny anymore? 
He's down to 245, apparently. That's still huge. <laughs> nah, <laughs> maybe not for him. He's a bigger back, man. You'd have to see what he played at. Probably two, 230. It's still pretty big. It's still pretty big. Yeah, no I chance you play at 245. But, you can miss me at that shit. I'm not sweating it. Oh, but right now, I I, I mean, like I got I put, it. <laughs> I, I put Julio at wide receiver 53 and Gage at 51. Whoa. Just to give you a little bit of an area. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I um, had Gage at 35 before that. Fair Not so much of a hit. Yeah, that's yeah, it's brutal for Russell Gage. But just the the next bit of training camp news we want to touch on. The Jaguars offense evidently looking pretty phenomenal. I know it's just training camp, they don't even have pads on, but I guess Trevor Lawrence went 17 for 17 and a ball didn't hit the ground for the first set of practices, guys. Does that help you buy in a little bit more to Trevor Lawrence, or is that just training camp bus? That's just I mean, I was our I was already buying into him a little bit, you know, in the offseason. Fishbowl two quarterback, right? Yes, sir. But as I said, this is just yes, it's just training camp news. Um, well, nice. Blitzing probably, him probably right now. They're they're probably not <laughs> no. playing, you know, full speed. They're probably not playing all the starters as much as we think they are. Um yeah, it's it's training camp news. It's it's pretty much as useful as Jamar Chase dropping the ball a bunch of times last year in training camp. True. Yeah. Um and then just the other bit of big news, guys, and we're going to touch on this once we get into our rankings dispute, was Chris Carson retired from that neck injury. Unfortunately for him, he was only able to play five seasons, but he was pretty fantasy relevant for a couple seasons there, and he ran hard and stuff. It's, it kind of sucks that that happened. Head first runner. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, um, it is upsetting that he is <laughs> retiring, but... I'm just grateful he's going to be healthy now. Um, the Seahawks did by did him right by giving him the rest of the money on his contract that he was owed. So that was that's, good on them. That's really good on them, man. I'm glad that they did that too. That's great. Yeah, they could have been a real shithead and not done that. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but, yeah, guys, before we jump into our episode, I would just like you like to remind you to go check out uh, fantasy6pack.net slash plans. And check out these uh, memberships we have going on right now. The te- for just $10 a month, you get access to the cheat sheet and projections, award-winning rankings, access to the Fantasy Six Pack Discord, which has weekly AMAs, direct access to our Fantasy Six Pack team. It's just an all-around great deal, guys. And if you use the promo code F6P early, the first 100 people get 25% off, and that's a fantastic deal. Yeah, and there are people signing up now, so it's not going to be there forever, guys. So jump on it when you can. And then a second thing, guys, is we have our first sponsor of the podcast, and that's the American Raz Facebook group. Go on over there. um, Check it out. It's a sports memorabilia page, and they run raffles. For an example, right now, there's a Walter Payton signed painting up there. You can get a raffle spot. There's 10 spots. You can get one for $60. And you could win that, and that thing's worth like $600. I know. Michael Plant, you've won some stuff on there. Is there anything on that back wall that you've won from this, the page? Yeah, uh, I know it's a little bit hard to see because it's in the background there. But uh, that little, uh, not the Derek Rose, but the framed photo of a Dennis Rodman signed by Dennis Rodman up there. I won an American Raz, and that's a really cool, really cool get, obviously, because it's up there. And then this is one of my biggest pieces of sports memorabilia, guys. That's a signed um, Giannis Antetokounmpo basketball. Um, two-time MVP, one-time finals MVP, and an NBA finals champion. I won that, for, he, I won that for $25, guys. That's probably a $500 it, basketball. That's a great deal. And if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were a Bucks fan. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but I could get behind Giannis when there's a there's a talent like that that I'm able to watch. But the the link is scrolling on the bottom of the screen, guys, and it's also in the description of the podcast and video on YouTube and all that. And, and the cool thing is about it, guys, is they even have you know kind of like off the spot, uh, off the wall sports for you as well. Like I know every now and again, uh, you know if anybody's into bowling, they do bowling razzes. Yep, you can win a bowling ball. I, I mean, easily what 200 Dylan. I know these things, you know, can run up to. Yep. And you, you can win it for 20 bucks. 
there's even some like wrestling items uh NASCAR. You'll, see, you'll see some soccer stuff yep nascar stuff it's definitely Movie a lot stuff, of stuff didn't you get your uh Freddy i didn't i didn't i didn't get it from american Rass, but sometimes they do it it's more sports oriented but they have all the uh, you know off the wall sports as well hockey sure. all of that yep but all right, all right guys enough of that let's uh let's get into the episode this week like we kind of already said we're gonna go through these guys rankings a little bit i went through to see the big differences and there there is some pretty wide margins so it's going to be interesting um but first as we already kind of touched on the seahawks with the chris carson news we're going to start with ken walker who ike has at running back 41 the plan has him at running back 45 but consensus guys this is where it's a little weird for me he's all the way at rb 36 like LaPlante, that's a nine-spot difference for you. Why do you hate Ken Walker? First off, let me start off. Great math. I'm, I'm glad you passed high school. <laughs> Thank you. We, yeah, barely. <laughs> You're a little spicy. Best in your project, man. <laughs> I mean, I got to give the people what they want, and if they want us to shit on each other, so be it. <laughs> what um, <laughs> I, uh, well, I do know that Dean likes it. I, oh. I know he's probably watching. <laughs> But uh, the reason why I feel this way is, you know, first, right off the bat, it's not a great offense, guys. You got Drew Locke leading the charge. There's not going to be very many scoring opportunities like there was with Russell. Um, I know they drafted him in the second round, which is great draft capital. Uh, capital. Ugh, I can't even say that. Capital. capital. Yep. Thank capital. you. <laughs> you want to talk about graduating <laughs> high school. <laughs> uh, aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. But uh, – Moving forward, he's not even the number one guy. It's Rashad's Penny back, uh, Penny's backfield for now, until you know he he maybe gets hurt. But you know, God forbid he gets hurt, it's it's going to be his charge. I got him statted out right now at least 228 rushing attempts if he plays all you know all those games. Now likelihood of him playing all those games are not good, but that takes a big chunk away from Ken Walker, man. Um, I just it's unless you get an injury here, which we never can predict injuries. I can't put him much higher. How about you, Ike? How are you feeling about this? Um, because this this is probably the only one where where this is the only one we're going to agree on. Uh, <laughs> I think Rashad Penny, like they said earlier, is going to get twenty carries a game. Doesn't really seem like there's much room left for uh, Ken Walker to get a whole lot unless they decide to use him in the receiving game. But we don't but, know if he could catch passes because he definitely didn't do that at college. Exactly, but. Uh, if you do draft him, I would look for to not or to stash him till after their bye week because usually after the bye week, that's when rookies start getting or the rookie running backs start getting more and more snaps. So that's when you can maybe use him. I don't know. Also, like the plan said, depends on injury. It, it, with these, because these are PPR rankings. I mean, he's going, I got him uh, ranked around people like Kenyon Drake, JD McKissick, Michael Carter, Ronald Jones. Damian Williams, like James Cook, like have we seen a pattern here? These are all guys that catch passes out there. I'd take McKissick over him in a heartbeat. I would take James Cook over him. It's not even about taking who over who. It's just he's in that range where it's kind of like he's either ha- he has to have the volume to make him relevant or he needs more of an uptick in passing volume, which mm-hmm. I don't – you know, it's, everything we're predicting, it's not going to be there for him in the right, passing yeah. So in the PPR rankings, he's a little bit lower. But in the half PPR, he's probably going to get bumped up. There's still two other guys there, right? Travis Homer. There's Travis Homer and DJ DJ Dallas. Which DJ Dallas actually gets targeted sometimes when he plays. So it's not like the Walker's instantly going to go into the receiving back spot. I can remember, you know, a player like DJ Dallas, but I can't say capital. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that just – I don't, want, I don't want to say it irks me, but you guys have a big gap between Rashad Penny and Ken Walker, which is way different than what consensus consensus has it like a couple spots in between one another. Like, like I'm looking, you have Ken Walker 11 spots behind Rashad Penny and Micah plant. You have it at 14 spots behind Rashad Penny. Uh, yeah. I don't know guys. You really want to draft him as a RB I don't trust him as an RB two. RB three. I mean, I mean, maybe I can see him as an RB three. Yeah, he'd be an RB three. 
no, I don't even want that because he's not even going to – he might not even play right away. And he's basically a handcuff. And yeah. he's kind of in that range of handcuffs to – I'm going to blame the backs. consensus this time, man. I think consensus loses. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Can we? Can, I think this is the one time consensus loses. Because that's a little <laughs> crazy that he's that high. I feel like. Yeah, he is going around guys like he's going ahead of Chase Edmonds, Cordero Patterson, <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson. Um, Give right me all before, of them. Devin Singletary, Pollard, Melvin Gordon are the three. You say Devin Singletary too? Is right ahead of him. Is a oh. few spots ahead of him. <sighs> Give me all of them. I was scared for a second. I was like, "What the?" F-? All right, guys. That was just kind of on a crap Ken Walker thing right there, but right. Which on. is fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's not. It, he's not a bad player. It's just where he is right now as a rookie. Sure. Yeah. And now I hear you. Let's jump to the next guy now. Uh, let's go to our quarterback, Derek Carr. Ike has him at QB thirteen. Michael Plant has him as QB sixteen. He is QB fourteen. This one isn't much of a battle, to be all on it. To be honest with you, but uh. LaPlante. It is a uh, little bit of a difference. He's yeah, higher on it. He, he, yeah. he's, he's, he's definitely thinking he's got a better chance of being a QB1 this year. Like which, why? Who do you have ahead of him? Uh, Derek, so Carr, I Derek Carr, I, Tua. I got Kirk Tua Cousins. at 15, Kirk at 14, Stafford at 13. I can see Kirk, I suppose. I I look at all three of those players, and as, as much as I love Devontae Adams, I think all three of those players have better weapons than Derek Carr. Matthew Stafford's got Cup, Allen Robinson, Cam Akers, Daryl. Well, Anderson, yeah, Stafford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stafford. All right, Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, Dalvin Cook, uh, Alexander Madison, Irv Smith. Smith. All right, then you go to Tui. Yes, this Tui. is a potential. This <laughs> Tui, I like Tua. that one. <laughs> Tua. No, Tui, no. No, I said Tua. You you misheard me. Uh, um, <laughs> you misheard me. I I admitted when I fucked up capital. Uh, I'll admit when I fuck it up. Trust me. Um, Tua is a little bit more of a potential, and I kind of put him over there just because I look at Tyreek Hill. If if Duke can stay healthy, if he can get him the ball, Tyreek Hill is an easy thousand yards. It's it looks the same with Waddle. Um, he's got Jaseki. He's got a crap ton of running backs he can toss the ball to. Um, and they, you know, here's a little minor, you know, breaking news for you. They signed Muhammad Sanu. I don't know if it matters much. They got Cedric Wilson. Oh boy. I'm just saying, they're, they're deep. They got a lot of weapons. And then I look at Derek Carr, and they are kind of, they're, they're top heavy. They got Devontae. Waller, they got Darren Renfro. Waller. And then Renfro. That's it. I mean, they don't really use Josh Jacobs in the passing game, so you're looking at Kenyon Drake. I mean, didn't All Josh right. Jacobs see 60 catches last year? Or 60 targets? New coaching staff. Hey, is it my turn yet? Yeah, go ahead, pal. <laughs> go ahead. How, how can he get Devontae Adams and finish worse than what he finished the past two years? I do he like finished quarterback 13 and 14 the past two years. And last year he finished 13 with 23 touchdowns. That's got to go up with Devontae Adams, who's like the king of the red zone. Right? It was all passing yards that got him there. Absolutely. LaPlante, did he get worse or did everyone around him just get better? Bingo, Dylan. Everybody else, at least I'm projecting, is going to take a bump. I mean, you got, like I said, two projected to take a bump. I think Kirk Cousins is just, I mean, he's not great in the big games. But overall, I think he's a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Man, if you looked at his touchdowns though last year, Derek, or Kirk threw like thirty-three to thirty-five. That'd be hard to repeat, even with more passing. I mean, when you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin, anything's Cook, possible. I mean, yeah, sure. I think exactly. Derek, Derek Carr might be due for some touchdown positive regression, though, right? I didn't he I, only yeah. throw 24, Another, 25 touchdowns. Twenty-three. There. Twenty-three. 23 last year. See, you, another I, thing I can is, see is him throwing thirty touchdowns, Michael Plant. He's done it before get, in his career. Like you five got years people, ago. you got people Three like Trey Lance, who I have ahead of him, who has rushing upside. Dak Prescott rushing upside. Like uh, a lot of these quarterbacks ahead of him have rushing upside along with the passing volume and just better weapons. Derek Carr's never finished as a QB one. This could be the just year. Outside. It's just outside every time. Kirk Cousins has finished as a QB one. Matthew Stafford's finished My as man. a QB one. Um, I can see Kirk again, Cousins and Stafford Tua. over him. Yeah. Tua, I'm, I'm projecting again. But when you have people like 
Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like those guys can easily get a thousand yards. And then if they're getting you double digit touchdowns, possibly each, I mean, how do you not see him as a, in that fringe of borderline QB one? You might have Trey Lance a lot higher than me too, by the way. I probably do. What do you have, Matt? We'll give him a little freebie. I got him at 11. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say when you're talking Trey Lance over him, I was like, Oh, let's talk Trey Lance a little bit then. I wasn't prepared for it. Though, <laughs> that's how oh, man. Riff about uh, it. Just, it. He's a rookie, man. I don't know. They don't uh, even. First off, I'm going to steal it. Um, this is, came from FS or One Sports or whatever. This dude literally you, talks about it. You're not stealing it. You're, you're crediting him. I think it was Emmanuel Acho, whatever. Uh, he keeps saying that Trey Lance has played literally the least amount of football among all like top five picks or whatever among quarterbacks because of that COVID year in 2020 yep. or whatever. So. He's played he three, even like three games in three seasons, I feel like. That's true. Right. That's yeah. So like, does it change your mind a little bit now that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch came out and said that they met with Jimmy today in the building and said that and told they him the that, they, that they've decided to move to Trey? Does that help you put Trey Lance higher? I was team? hope I was going on the assumption that uh Trey Lance was the guy anyway. So sure. Okay. That's yeah, yeah fair, totally fair enough. LaPlante, what are you what are you thinking here? I I might be a little high on Trey Lance, I won't lie. But when you have rushing upside the way Trey Lance has, um, it'd be different. In our league, you know, we kind of value you know the pocket mm-hmm. of the QBs a little bit more. But in a league where passing touchdowns are four points, you get twenty five uh, yards per point. You look at the rushing upside, and it's just not fair. It's ten yards per point, six points per touchdown. I can easily see Trey Lance with double-digit touchdowns. Is he a especially better a runner than Kyler? I don't think Kyler he's... Kyler hasn't reached 10, I don't think, rushing touchdowns. Kyler's elusive. Trey Lance is Cam newton Bigger-ish, yeah. And what, you, you looked at Cam Newton, and how many touchdowns was he rushing for or, or vulturing away I from... I mean, shit, uh, not even Josh Allen reached 10 rushing touchdowns. I'm just saying it's absolutely within the realm of possibilities yeah, when you're on an offense like Shanahan's. True. I mean, it is going to be tough. Not going to lie, but it's possible. He would need it um, to save him. It well, I wouldn't say save him, but you, we've seen this offense in the past, guys. They don't throw it very far down the field. They they have Trey Lance, so they now He's have the ability to be to the do. guy that's yes, um, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Unlocked. They can, they want to do that, but if it doesn't work, you know what they're going to do? They're going to revert back to the same offense they were using with Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And if Jimmy G can handle that, I mean, it, all it is is sideways, sideways, yeah. two yards. Mm-hmm. Right. Pitches to Debo out of the backfield and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, I think we can move on to our next guy. Um, let's go to uh, Delvin Cook, who Ike has at RB7, LaPlante has at RB3. LaPlante is actually closer <laughs> to consensus, which has him at RB4. Ike. What the hell, man? <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, this is PPR, so I'm definitely going to put Najee over him because Najee saw 94 targets last year. He could even see with more with Mitch there. He could see more with Mitch. Is Mitch that much more of a downhill thrower than Ben? I'm not sure. At least he can throw it downhill, though. That's the thing. That's downhill, They didn't even whatever, throw it yeah. deep because of Ben. <laughs> he'll miss him. Anyway, he'll miss the throw. Yeah, yeah. I play cool to that. But anyways... Um, I'm going under the assumption that he's probably going to miss at least a game or two because he literally has most of these running backs are not playing 16 to 17. That's fair. But cook is like literally, he has yet to play a full season since what his rookie or sophomore year, probably. So that doesn't give me very, I, he, I'm almost positive. He hasn't played all 16 games in any season. It is very, can you name a running back that has? Jonathan Taylor did last yeah, year. Yeah, he did last year. Derek Henry and many he years. He played in that. all 17 games. Yeah, you Derek, have to check tape, but I think so. <laughs> yeah, Derek Henry, <laughs> Derek Henry did it too for multiple seasons, man. Joe Mixon maybe I mean, last I, year. I get it. I get it. I get it, Mike. I get your point a little bit, but there is people that that can do it. But I, I one other thing. It's a new offense. So I don't know if they're gonna be very like it's not gonna be feed. Cook 18 to 20 carries all the time. Not as old school run heavy, you would assume, because he's coming from a Sean McVay coaching tree. Right. 
And what does Sean McVay's coaching trees love? Running backs. Remember Todd Gurley? Yeah, no, I and look how that turned out. He got hurt within a year. I don't think they want to do hey, that. Hey, I'd be using Delvin Cook into the ground. Why not? How much longer you got him for? You got Alexander Madison in the back. Best handcuff there is in football. That's debatable. No, it's no debate. Melvin Gordon. He can't even put up that much. Dude, Alexander Madison, when he replaces him and starts, puts up 20 points a game. Yes. That is literally. Same shit, bro. Yeah, Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams. The same man. They, no, they, they come at me with the same with the Kareem Hunt maybe is your yeah. best shot. I'd You're going to tell me that Melvin Gordon isn't a fucking. I already uh, said no to Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's he not a handcuff. He's not he a handcuff. Neither is Kareem Hunt. Then neither is Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's not a handcuff either. Well, then it's Alexander Madison and nobody yeah. else. I'm looking at who doesn't have standalone. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. He's no longer like that anymore. He might even be – it he, might be 55-45 for them now. And I already told you he's not a great handcuffs because Zeke doesn't miss games. <laughs> he he should have. So. He sprained his PCL or whatever. <laughs> I just, just I'm running the this. team. Uh, go uh, how how am I close – I was going to say, how am I closer to Dalvin Cook on consensus? And I feel like I'm losing. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's it's PPR, guys. That is Dalvin Cook's game. I'm, I, dude, I know you're putting Najee ahead of him, but the efficiency is what killed Najee. He had the volume. Yeah, that's totally fair. The efficiency killed him. Dalvin Cook, even when he's injured, we saw it last year with the shoulder injury. What would he do? He went out and dropped. I think it was three touchdowns, four touchdowns. He's uh, good. It's, I'm it, not he's really that. good. Yeah, right. But and his efficiency, even with a crappy offensive line that the Minnesota Vikings have, and you can't argue that. He's still beneficial, even with Mike Zimmer's offense. What now did, we got – Sorry. I was just going to say, now we got somebody from Sean McVay's coaching tree. I'm intrigued to see how it all turns offense. out, to be honest. It's another efficient offense. You got Justin Jefferson budding as a superstar to take away from the loaded boxes. He is for Dallas He is I mean, like – I mean, yes. Jamar Chase I, is a budding I, I like to say budding because he's still young. He's just a wee lad. Just a wee lad. I know it's hard to believe that he's they're, they're younger than us, Ike. Yeah, the only, <laughs> the, only, the only efficiency numbers that Cook went down last year was touchdowns, Michael Plant, too, which could help your argument. Positive regression. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll go back up because he was scoring. I think the year before, or two, he was, it was like fifteen, I think somewhere close. And last year, I want to say he was like six or seven. So you could maybe see closer to double digits. Um, Absolutely. I mean, uh, let me go give you a, a, give you what I got them projected for for my touchdowns. Yeah. Like anything else to add, or you said your piece about this one? Uh, I mean, who, do you who, have Henry? Who, after run, Henry? Through, run through your top six real quick for us, like Jonathan Taylor. I'd ha- I, this is off the top of my head because I don't want to waste time and go to my rankings, but I'm, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> See waste man. time here. Let me let me uh, advertise my <laughs> rankings here. I don't want to waste time to go to them. His uh, rankings that you can find on fantasysixpack.net, by the way. Yeah, very good at promoting. I and fantasy good. pros too. By the and way. Fa- and the fantasy pros rankings contest. I oh, God, I suppose I can go to it. Let me look it. All right. While you do what that, do you got? I, I, what do you I'll, got? What do you got? Set it out for. I got him set it out at fourteen hundred eighty-one rushing yards. 11 rushing touchdowns. 1,481 rushing Holy yards. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> well, this is healthy. This is healthy. Woo! This is projected Should I say healthy. who's ahead of him now? Go ahead, Ike. Taylor, C-Mac, Eckler, Henry, Mixon, Harris, then Cook. I mean, I love Henry just as much as the next guy. Trust me. But this is PPR. You know as much as we do. Dude, he was putting up 24 a game last he year was. before he got hurt. It's he just was. That was with A.J. Brown, too. That's fair. Yeah. They're going to stack the boxes Definitely a little bit more this year. Yeah. Yep. Trust me, I wasn't but high on Derrick Henry like ever, but I, I'm, I'll admit I'm a little high on Dalvin Cook. I completely admit that. I mean, you're close but to you, you, like, I'm a little higher than consensus. Technically. Yeah, one, one point. <laughs> I, I look at this guy, and you, he's been in our division for how many years, guys? How many times has he killed the Bears? Not much. 
He doesn't do the yeah, bears. He doesn't bears kill well. the bears. Yeah, he actually does. Packers, yes, right. he does do He kills the Packers. <laughs> I know that for a fact. He murders us every single time. Doesn't matter if he's hurt or not. He murders us. Hopefully, Same with Alexander Madison. No, he doesn't. It's such a lie. Look Check it up. Tape. Check tape. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> but uh, I know he murders us. I know he murders Detroit. That's four games right there where he's an Countless easy. other teams too, by the way. Pull exactly. Up Dean, pull on up Dean's comment, LaPlante. I was just about to. Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook? Henry. Now, this is full PPR? Yeah. You got go Cook, yeah. You're going Cook, yeah. You have higher. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going, going Henry. I'm going to lean. No, uh, I, let me let me start this off. Just because I have players ranked where I do, this is because this is their ceiling. All right? I project them to go where they are if they play the full season. Obviously, injuries, everything plays an effect to this. But this is like best-case scenario for these guys. Mm-hmm. Best-case scenario, if you give Dalvin Cook a full season in this offense with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and this new offensive scheme, I think he scores more than Derrick Henry, unfortunately. Yeah, but is that about enough. it? I, I I lean Derrick Henry. To, That's fair. To, to split the difference. And I'm keeping Derrick Henry in a league we have. But <laughs> granted, I don't really – I mean, I have a choice between him him and Swift. This next one, guys, I'm excited about this one. I'm going to just go ahead and do another running back and finish up the running backs that we got. Saquon Barkley. Ike, you have met RB11, LaPlante, RB7. He is RB11 in consensus. LaPlante, holy cow. I personally <laughs> know how you feel about him. I took him as my RB2 in Scott Fishbowl because of his upside. Love his upside. I know you love his upside. Is that why you have him projected as your RB7? Again, this is projected health as well. Because now we're getting all these reports. He's fully recovered from the ACL. He, I mean, I've seen the pictures of him. He looks like he can beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Um, it's not much of a compliment but either way he looks jacked out of his mind i'd hate to be the guy tackling him uh if man if he's good he's got a again an offensive scheme change um if i remember correctly i could be wrong i want to say he's going into a contract here so i mean this is as best time to bounce back to that number one RB one status that he did his rookie year mm-hmm. when it was just as shitty as an offense. The, offense, like, the offensive line's a little better. Yep. I mean, it, the weapons are a little better. It's not great, but they're better. Yeah. Brian dabble. I don't know if you mentioned him. I did. No, I didn't mention him specifically, but I mentioned mm-hmm. the new offensive scheme. Like, what are you thinking? Uh, for being a first, what would he be? He would be a first round, right? Or maybe second round? What up, pal? Round? Yeah. If it's only second round, that's still a little risky because he is literally the definition of make or break your season. This he is could, why... Uh, sorry, I go so is he could, Yeah, those two. He could very well finish higher than running back seven or he can get hurt and completely ruin you. But he's... Brian Dabble is the new coach. I'm assuming he's going to be calling plays. When he was with Buffalo, he did not like going to the running back. That could be Josh Allen's preference, but they did not target the running back very much. It was like 15, 15%, which was definitely in the lower half of the league. I'm not going to argue with that, but they never had a Barkley. Go ahead. That's true. They never had a Barkley or even anything close to Barkley. But, nope. I, <laughs> man, I don't know. There's not many weapons there either, so he could get a lot of the receiving work. It's just – I don't want to take a guy that early and have him just completely ruin my. That's kind of where I'm leaning to. Like, I love Saquon if you can get him as your running back, too, because of that ceiling that he possesses. But unfortunately, Mike, where you have him ranked, and like you said, I know it's based on projections and full health. You have him at seven. I can't come to drafting him that early. I drafted him at RB10 in Scott Fishbowl, like I said, but seven's a little bit of a stretch. But I, I mean, 11 is consensus, and that's still an RB1. I don't love that either, but, it, you know, if there's a runner receivers in your draft and you can get Saquon as your RB2, like I just said, I absolutely love it. Right. So running back nine. 
You probably have him over Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones. Who can get he has him targets? Up, by the he way. actually has him over. I you have him ahead of Aaron Jones, the plant, which I took Saquon over Aaron Jones and Scott Fish. You actually have him over Joe Mixon and DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift. I would have DeAndre Ooh. Swift and Mixon ahead of Saquon Barkley. I could Mixon's the one I could argue with. And that's how I'm gonna have and that's how I'm gonna draft is I'm gonna mm. draft Joe Mixon and DeAndre Swift over Saquon. Mixon I can make the argument for. The offensive line got better. All right. But again, he doesn't get the third down work. Barkley does. Bingo. At, All right. That we know yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. We know he's get I mean, we I would think he gets the third down work. I mean, what are they going to throw in there? Um, the I can't even remember his goddamn name, but the rookie. Otherwise, it's uh, Matt Breida. Yeah, Let's Matt Breida. Let's not forget that. Barkley. Well, they, got, they got a rookie behind Breida. I just can't remember his name. I'd have to look up the projections. Just for let it. me, Ike, let me ask you this. Would you rather have Saquon or Leonard Fournette? Saquon. Ike, or Le, sorry, LaPlante, you as well? Saquon, yeah. Okay. Um... I th- like the reason I got Saquon where he is, as I look at it, is usually typically there's a safe six when it comes to running backs. You got Taylor. I mean, it's, I wouldn't call him safe, but like safe fantasy studs. Jonathan Taylor, McCaffrey, Cook, Eckler, Henry, and Najee Harris. All right. Barkley was in this category. There, to be honest. I mean,. That was, I know he finished great last year, guys. I know he did, but there were so many injuries last year. So many to the running back. Like you got to put in Derrick Henry. Um, if McCaffrey puts in there, that's another two spots. He's moving down just right there. I mean, he finishes RB three. He'd only be down to five now, but I, I, I know, but you know, there's still more running backs. I'm not remembering, but there was a lot of injuries to running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you, if you want to project all these guys to, you know, be good, like I know Ike is high on DeAndre Swift. Eight. Running back eight. I, I know. I just – and I got Barkley at seven. I'm taking Barkley over Swift. I'm sorry. I, it, I'm not. Dude, you're, you're telling me about health when Swift hasn't even played a full season. It's fair. I get it. And he, and he shares the backfield with Jamal Williams. I get it. Both offenses and... are pre- both offenses are pretty bad, but they're both trending upwards. Yes, fair. Um, Jared Goff I... has done more than Daniel Jones so far in his career. The one thing I give in DeAndre Swift's favor is the offense line is much better mm-hmm. for Detroit. And but Daniel the thing, Jones, they don't use him between the tackles. Who's that? I'm sorry. They don't use Swift between the tackles, so it doesn't like that. It, yeah. That doesn't affect them very. I think much. the Giants used Saquon in between the tackles too much when Jason <laughs> Garrett and stuff was his coach. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they, <laughs> they should have been using him outside the numbers. Get him the ball in space. That's where he works. But why would you do team. that? Because he all he does is dance around, try and make the big play. But so he, he might he can make the big play. Say he might dance He's around. Dance and more out there. He might get danced or dance around Would you, five or six times and get caught up out there, but one time he breaks it for eighty yards and a touchdown. I can change the game. Which has game. happened to me before. <laughs> I know that we are not old enough to have watched Barry Sanders. But that is exactly what Barry Sanders did on a shitty defensive uh Detroit Lions team. Barry he literally danced he literally danced around in the backfield because he had no help. better than Saquon. You're not listening to the comparison here. They're both on a shitty team. And actually, if I'm being honest with you, Saquon's probably the closest comparison you're going to get to Barry Sanders with the physicality and the burst of speed and the elusiveness. All right, Barry Sanders, he probably I, I'd have to look up his career stats for him. I don't think he averaged that great of yards per carry. But what he fucking did was that one play or that two plays, he took it 80 yards to the house. I think the one guy that was most like Barry Sanders is probably Reggie Bush. At least coming out of college, people. Barry like, Sanders was physical. Reggie was Bush small, wasn't physical. Though. Yeah. Barry Sanders was still physical, even though he was small. <sighs> Reggie We're getting Bush. Off topic. <laughs> Reggie Bush was the best college player I think I've ever seen in my freaking lifetime. Though, let's just, I'm just gonna say. I that. will give you that, but there's a reason why it was Reggie Bush and who was the guy in the backfield? Uh, Lindell White. It was Thunder and Lightning. Yeah. 
Thunder was Lindell. Lightning was Reggie Bush. Are you sure it wasn't fast, Deuce McAllister? We're talking about Reggie Bush. Are you right sure now? it wasn't Deuce McAllister? <laughs> but either way, uh, uh, he was talking Barclay's about Barkley's that combination. Oh, yep, yep. Barkley's that combination, and that was the same with Barry Sanders. He he would you know probably got like four you know ten rushes for like thirty yards, and then boom, busted a seventy yarder. But go on. Yeah, the train let off the tracks a little bit. So I'm gonna steer. Dylan, it. That's your fault, Dylan. I'm gonna steer it back on the tracks, Michael Plant, and I'm gonna switch us over to wide receivers. What now. one thing, one thing. How do you steer a train when it's on the tracks? Yes. Mike Williams. Sure Mike. There's no bumps or anything. And just guide it. Good. All right. I think this is the perfect time for this banner. Big Mike Williams. <laughs> Mike Williams, guys, Ike has him as wide receiver 14. LaPlante has him as wide receiver 9. Come at me. Woof. Consensus has him, yeah, what up wide, with that? Re- Consensus has him at wide receiver 20, so you guys are both dumb high on Mike Williams. <laughs> well, LaPlante, let's just go ahead and start with you. You crazy asshole having Mike Williams as your <laughs> Is wide he higher than Keenan Allen? Absolutely. Only by a spot. Only by a spot. Holy shit. Only by a spot. The problem that I have is you have him higher than Tyreek Hill. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Michael Pittman Jr. Holy shit. DJ Moore, my guy, man. Why did you do him like that? (laughs) Oh, he's got him higher than DJ Moore by like... Yeah, that's just blasphemy. 16 spots. But we'll get into that later. LaPlante, just defend yourself, man. I know we've talked about... Mike Williams a tremendous amount on this podcast in recent weeks. I mean, but just go ahead and do it again, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna get a chance. I just wants to rip it. <laughs> no, you can go. I was gonna say, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I mean, there's not much you can say. The dude in the second half of the season after bye week busted so many times, it's not even funny. He was under 10 points 50% of the time. I'm gonna call on this one. We're chasing this year's production, not last year's. But you have to go off last year to go in. What the fuck? <laughs> you have to go off last year to project into this year at least a little bit. That's true. That's true. All right. But we're going oh, into shit. the second tier of uh, the same offense. Second tier. He of his Justin, big Herbert throw, Justin Herbert throwing him the ball. I hate to break it to you. And as much as you love Keenan Allen, he's another year older, guys, which means he's probably a little bit slower, which means – He's probably going to get less receptions, which means he's probably going to get less separation. Uh, but he can't even separate now, and he's still getting catches. 157 targets. <laughs> Where's he just going 100, down to 120? 129 for Mike Williams, which was 14th in the league. <laughs> shit. Yeah, shit. He got he got a lot of targets. Now imagine if he gets an uptick in targets. Ah, oh, man. How much more can he see, though, Mike, with right. Joshua Justin and Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're First listening. off, Eckler's there, too. It, yeah, we're we're congratulations we're in the heart of training camp buzz and josh palmer sure is getting a lot of it too <laughs> here comes josh palmer zooming into that offense to steal targets for mike sure. williams he's definitely taking a few my man i've oh my gosh <laughs> i look at this justin herbert finishes qb2 last year he threw 38 fucking touchdowns guys mm-hmm. 38 all right if he's gonna throw that many again I'm sorry, Keenan Allen is not going to be high on that list. Do you think Gerald Everett is going to get double digits? He actually might be a sleeper for a tight end, by the way. He might be a sleeper. All right, I'll give you that. But Six what is more nine, likely, Mike Williams double digits or, so. or Gerald Everett? Double digit what, touchdowns? Touchdowns, yes. Mike Williams, for sure. Exactly. All right, it is all touchdown upside in what we predict to be a high-flying offense in a fucking firework division. Where there's going to be scoring all the time. Totally. Mm -hmm. All right. We, the over unders for these games and these divisions are going to be so fucking stupidly high that there are going to be so much fantasy uh, production. I really, I I can see Herbert throwing for 40 touchdowns this year, guys. He's got to throw them to somebody. And if you're going to talk to me about Eckler having touchdown regression, it's not going to be him. I hear. So I, I, I love Mike Williams' upside. And again, this is an upside play. I, I, that's why I, I went with it. Yeah, I just uh, I can't do it at wide receiver nine, man. That's wide receiver one territory. I mean, and I, here's the I thing. I ain't having that. Herbert, Herbert 
managed to make these guys both wide receiver ones last year. We've seen it before. All right? He's going to do it Everyone, again. Yeah, everyone's projecting again. T. Higgins to do it with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. All right. On average, I can't remember exactly where I got the – I believe it was actually D- Danny Heifetz um, on the Ringer podcast, but he says on average there's only one pair of teammates that both finish as wide receiver once throughout the year. So the likelihood of both of these guys succeeding – it's hard, and one's done it before. That's what I'm leaning with here. That's why I got Mike Williams over uh, T. Higgins. Fair. Sure. Like anything to add? No, I said my piece saying he's really boomer bust. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I feel you there. That's why I don't love him as my wide receiver one. But we can go ahead and move on now to the next guy, Jerry Judy. Wait a minute, this can't be right. Let's get <laughs> let's skip over Jerry Judy right now. I think we gotta yeah. Uh, let's what did to, you do wrong? Let's go oh, to the plant has him at wide receiver twenty, not twenty-five. The plant has him as wide receiver twenty. Ike has him at wide receiver twenty-five. The consensus has Jerry Judy at wide receiver twenty-four. Ike, why you hate Jerry Judy? One spot after I don't hate him. <laughs> why are you shitting on him, man? No, you're five. You're five spots slower than the plant. He's got a lot of competition for targets this year. By who? What do you mean by Tim who? Patrick? Cor- Corlin Sutton, Tim Patrick, Devontae. I'll give Williams, it. Alvin Gordon. Oh man! Fucking Albert O. KJ Hamler. Man, first, first round pick, Jerry Judy's got to fight for targets for. He can't even catch Williams, the ball. Man. I'd be worried that I busted my pick. You can't even right catch there. the ball. He was he was like top five last or two years ago and top twenty last year. If Russell Wilson throws to him and keeps dropping the ball, don't you think he's gonna be like, all right, you can probably get this dude out of here? Colton, I a hundred percent agree with you that the Seahawks. I think we all do. G- Jimmy G, man, that would help a tremendous amount in fantasy purposes for sure. It helped DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, is... the running game. He's just gonna have to get cut from. Yep, the 49ers, because I don't see them trading within the division. It's not going to happen. Didn't mean to cut you off there, Ike. But, I, I totally mean, forgot what I was saying, though. No surprise Col- there. Colton also agrees with Ike that Jerry Judy's a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That was your guy, Ike. You never it stick was. to your fucking gut, man. Yeah. You are so shady. He, he wasn't <laughs> my guy like two years ago because I thought he was good out of college. He's only been in the he still is good. He still is good, though. Like, don't do him dirty like that. He's still an elite route runner. He's okay. I give you that. Yeah. He can catch it. Can catch it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, Not if he can catch often. balls from Tua in college, I think he can t- catch it from Russell Wilson. Oh, drive by shoosting on Tua right there. A little messed up, man. Yep, that's your boy. <laughs> Why do you like him so much, uh, Jared Judy? Yeah, I just project the offense to be good. I project that division to be, like I said, high scoring. Um, I honestly think the games are probably going to average around thirty points in that division. It, as stupid as it sounds, I know they. It's it's going to come down to pass rush. The defenses can be as good as they want, but it's QBs that control this division, and it's going to be high scoring. That's yeah, why so. you have him ahead of guys like Rashad Bateman, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, which is a little blasphemy. I just noticed this too in your rankings, Laplatt, and I probably should have brought this up. You have Jalen Waddle at wide receiver twenty six. Yes, I do. I know this is off the the beaten path here, but explain yourself to me a little bit. Uh, Jalen Waddle be a wide receiver twenty six after he saw all that volume last year. Sorry to put you on the spot, but you better figure. I it shouldn't out. have to explain myself. No, that you much. should. All you that, should. All yeah, that volume is wild. just going to dissipate with Tyreek Hill. Not all the volume, you crazy butthole. Are you serious? You you don't think if that anything, the majority more, of those right? targets are, are going to go to Tyreek Hill? But they'll just pass more. Well, they're supposed to be. I have them projected at 596 passing attempts. What do you have Jayla Waddle projected out for target-wise? 20% target share. How, Tyreek, many targets, how many targets total? 119 targets. That's actually not bad. It's his catch percentage. That's but the problem, boys. But he saw like 150 last year. I get Tyreek Hill came too. I get I get that he's there now, man. But ooh, that's I tough. mean, I do have Jalen Waddle. The reason why is I have Jalen Waddle set it out a little bit uh 
down on the yards per reception. But, I mean, I think Tyreek Hill's the deep guy now. That's what they used Jalen Waddle as last year, the deep guy. Yeah. He's probably going to be more the slant underneath route. I mean. Well, Waddle's kind of a guy you could get the ball to behind the line of scrimmage. Exactly. Go. I hear you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, let, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the next guy then. DJ Moore, I'm excited for this one. I can't wait to see Ike bananas. Ike has a bad wide receiver 13, LaPlante at wide receiver 23. Consensus wide receiver 15. Ike? I, no, I want LaPlante just to say why he thinks he's so low on him first. I should. This is also, um, I have not updated it since the Baker trade. So that oh, is, but you up, oh, but you well. updated fucking the Russell Gage news right away. But you get an update to Baker. I Ray told him to do that. There too. Go, like, there the Buccaneers. I I do need to make some final adjustments. I won't lie. Um, but again, DJ Moore, his ceiling is capped, guys. Four receiving touchdowns. That's it. Um, I'm projecting ceilings here for healthy guys. Um, the year that. DJ Moore played when C-Mac was healthy. I believe it was 2018. 19, I believe. Are you, sh- are you sure about that, buddy? C-Mac's been hurt 2020 and 2021. All right. So he got 135 targets in 2019. I was going to say before that, he only got 82. Like, yes, the volume has been there, but they've been shitty-ass targets. We've had this discussion with Allen Robinson in the past years when you had fucking Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, throwing in the ball. They're not good targets. But they're going to get better with Baker. Is it? Yes, at least better than Sam Darnold. It is better than Sam Darnold. I'll give you that. At least a 3 to 4% more than Sam Darnold. I will give you that. But there was a reason Baker Mayfield was traded for a sixth round draft pick. Because they don't like his attitude. No, the, they don't if like you his, tell me he like can't play quarterback, okay. but if you tell me he can't play quarterback, then you're completely wrong. They don't like his leadership. That has nothing to do with him being able to play quarterback, though. Absolutely. At least, no, I mean, at least providing fancy value to wide receivers. No. It. That's true. Winning games, sure. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. the thing. If you're winning games, you're scoring fantasy points. If you're not winning games, you're not scoring Are fantasy you, I mean, points. But, it, but, you, if you're lo- I, but if you're losing no. games, you're getting garbage time points. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's... Damn yeah, and where does the garbage time go to, guys? DJ Christian Moore. McCaffrey. No, come on. <laughs> if he's on, yeah. If he's on the field, man. For and sure. C-Mac. He still had a 25% target well, share with C-Mac in the lineup in 2019. If, if That's Carolina's- 25% still good. If Carolina's being smart, if they're getting beat and blown out. You can't go by that because that was before Robbie Anderson was also there and Terrence Marshall. And it was also a Tay Bridgewater. Exactly. uh, Sorry, Dylan. No, I lost my trade of thought now. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, man, it's – I mean, I'll probably move them up to more like probably around 20. How many yards do you have them having? Carolina. He's definitely the number one, no doubt about it. I got him set at at a thousand and thirty-three. He no. <laughs> Sorry, he's had three straight seasons of eleven hundred, and he gets a better quarterback. Finally, how does he go down? Because he doesn't catch the ball. Even that's that's the whole thing. He's got to catch the ball, and in, in his past, he has not. But caught he caught the ball, the ball in the past three years enough to get a thousand one hundred. Every because he's year. a big play guy. He's not a volume guy. He's a big play guy. I mean, he caught 90 balls last year. And, and that's without C-Mac, sure. But LaPlante, he needs to be higher than Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, and Jerry Judy, in my opinion. He needs to be a mid-wide receiver, too, at least. 15, 16, 17. Fuck it. If you put him in, we still have issues. The reason why I have him so low is because of C-Mac. This offense runs through C-Mac when he's healthy. It doesn't run through DJ Moore. But the wide receivers will still get targets. I think it'll hit Robbie Anderson more than DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson got 100-plus targets. And that will go down. Why does DJ Moore get suffering? Okay, Nostradamus. (laughs) (laughs) Just – 
DJ Moore has proven that he's a good. Player. I've already admitted I'm a little bit lower on him than it is, but he ain't going up to 13. I can tell you right off the bat. No chance. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. Uh, let's right. just wait and see, man. Touchdowns eventually get go up. <laughs> man, I don't know. The past three years, four, four, four. Darnold. Darnold and Teddy or fucking Cam Newton. Who else was there? Cam Newton who couldn't even throw the ball. He was throwing it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Baker can at least score friend. touchdowns. Yes. God, you just are hating a Baker too much. I mean, and it's so easier more. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> So's the NFL. Yeah, the DJ, uh, the DJ Mar, Mar hates a little much, LaPlante. I don't, I don't care for it too much. Either. You... It's, it's totally on brand. You saw it all last year. It's going to happen again. I know. And it bothered me every single Sunday when you're telling everybody. And was I wrong? This sun. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, my God. You're well, such a hater. 16, man. You still got to play him. <laughs> Moving on to the next Yeah, guy. Absolutely. But I'm not playing him over somebody like, uh, I don't know, A.J. Brown. Fair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would not. I would take D.J. Right last now. year. Okay. Last year. All right, Dylan, you can move on. <laughs> Moving on to the next guy, Christian Kirk. Ike, you have him at wide receiver 39. That's ridiculous. Sorry. Ike has it, or LaPlante has him at wide receiver 28. He is wide receiver 39 in consensus, which is also ridiculous consensus. You're wrong. You're all wrong. LaPlante is right in this one. Why? Ike, why? why are you with consensus? No, why? I'm flipping the fuck out so of that. High, though, because <laughs> why do we think Trevor Lawrence is all of a sudden going to take a humongous step? Because he just know, went seventeen for seventeen. Because he just went seventeen for seventeen in trading camp day one. Duh. <laughs> he had true. that locked and loaded. He's got to throw five hundred and sixty passes and complete fucking five hundred of them. They gave him a stupid contract. Like they're gonna use him in the offense. I promise. <laughs> That's you. fair. I, I promise you. They're gonna be getting their ass kicked in most games because they're not good. So garbage time galore. Uh, they don't have a much. They don't have a whole lot else around. I mean, they got Marvin Jones, whatever. Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, whatever. Put some respect on Evan Ingram's name. Please. I saw a video of him yesterday on a little five-yard in route, dropping a pass. Shocker! <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Uh, so how is it. he dropping a pass? But Trevor Lawrence is going seventeen for seventeen. That was yesterday. That. that was yesterday. Okay. He dropped okay. The pass. Today he is okay. seventeen for seventeen. You know. I, Trevor Lawrence. He just didn't throw he, it to Evan Ingram. He's the Messiah again. Like, yeah, he must not have targeted Ingram. At he all. is not the Messiah again. No. Oh. I don't know. He's got hair like you. I actually longer now. Yeah, his hair's long. But yeah, no, I, I love Christian Kirk. Uh, Kirk this year. He's definitely a sleeper. Um, he's potentially the number one target in this offense. I I love Marvin Jones too for the value he's going, but I can't see Marvin Jones completing a full season just in his age. Um, so that leaves even more target volume for Christian Kirk. This defense is god awful. Um, they're in a terrible division. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. There's just Don't so much volume there. Game. He has been getting some good uh, <laughs> chatter out of camps. I'm not going to lie. I've been seeing. Don't fall into that hype again. I've been there. That was also Urban Meyer. Uh, Urban Meyer probably didn't even know who he was. That's fair. <laughs> I can tell you Doug Peterson knows who he is. Um, but, yeah, I, that's pretty much it. I mean, he's the volume is just going to put him way over the top of even my rankings probably. If you're worried about DJ Moore target quality, I would worry about Christian Kirk's target quality. How? He doesn't have to worry about a Christian McCaffrey taking away from him. He has to worry about Travis Etienne, the next Christian McCaffrey. Etienne is going to take away from him a bit. He's not getting 100 targets like Etienne. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, he'd probably see 70. Etienne might be – no, that's probably not the second option. I've been also hearing good things about James Robinson. He did not start on the PUP list. That's That's great news. news. Yeah, I mean, so that's going to eat into Etienne's value a little bit right there. The problem with James Stop Robinson. Stop shaking man, your head. No, the problem with James Robinson, why he was good in in fantasy relevant, was because he was being used in the passing game. No, it was yes. volume in the passing game as well, man. Getting dinks and or dinks. He also bumps. got two hundred plus rushing attempts. I I, I agree. It's brutal. Two fifty plus. I don't yeah. see. He's an undrafted free agent. Doesn't mean shit to this coach. Tell that to Arian Foster. Doesn't mean shit to this coaching staff. Doesn't mean shit to this new GM. Doesn't mean shit to any of those people, man. 
I ain't buying any James Robinson. I mean, technically, this coaching staff. I know. Didn't even they draft didn't draft Travis Etienne. But they could tell that Travis Etienne is as talented. So if you're going to use that argument. Is, and he's Trevor Lawrence's boy. So boom, he's the Messiah's boy. Yeah, Devontae Adams was fucking Aaron's boy. How'd that turn out? He's always been Derek Carr's boy since college. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Encouragement. You're an idiot. Boom. Boom. <laughs> well, let's finish off with our last guy here. Let's go with Allen Robinson. Ike is closer to consensus. He's got him at wide receiver 25. LaPlante has him at wide receiver 29. Just hating on him, like always. Um, and then uh, consensus has him at wide receiver 25. LaPlante, why the hate towards Allen Robinson? It's not so much more hate. It's just respect to Cooper Cup. Uh Cooper Cup just demands a very, very high uh, amount of volume. Um, like I said, Christian Kirk gonna get the volume. I was gonna say like uh, you have Christian Kirk higher than him. He's gonna get the volume. Um, I don't know. Jer- I might want to rip your head off. It, it is what it is, man. <laughs> but Michael Thomas, I hate to break it to you, is better than both those receivers when healthy. Come at me. Rip his head off, Ike. Um. The dude that your only boy. ran the slant. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ike. If that's all you think he can do, you're no worse than the trolls on Twitter. I will check his route tree from this one thing on Twitter that I see. I have to reception, check reception, perception, Matt Harmon. It could be that. I will yeah. check his route tree to see exactly what he is really good at. I'm going to probably see a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, it. so let me get this straight. So something that somebody's good at, we're not going to use that in our offense. All right, great strategy, Ike. Who are we, are we talking about? Who are we even talking about right now? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Why? You said all we're he's good at is a slant. I know. All right, the, so he's going to have a lot of slants. Target though. Why are we if you're good at something, I steered the train off the track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Thomas. Go ahead, Laplante. Allen Robinson. Go back to it. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you happy. I'll move up fucking Allen Robinson over TJ Moore. Would that make you happy? What? <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Calm down. I I should probably move him up a little bit here, but it's not I mean, going to be many least, spots. It's not going to be very many spots. Robert Woods was producing uh, at least wide receiver two numbers. And Allen Robinson With is Cooper still, up there. Yeah, Allen Robinson is still super talented, man. He gave up on the Bears last year because Matt Nagy's an idiot. He straight up gave up. Yeah, he quit. He did. It's just outside of Cooper Cup, it was hard to find consistent fantasy value. It was well, just Parker not was consistent. Just fine until he got hurt. LaPlante, do you think Allen it wasn't Robinson's a better awesome. wide receiver than Robert Woods? Like those uh say that one more time robert woods better than alan do you robinson? think alan robinson is a better wide receiver than robert woods a better catcher of the football because maybe robert Woods is a better blocker a little bit you know you can you can maybe lean there but better catcher of the football and i would say alan, i would say alan robinson's better but it's not okay. by much yeah i i tend to agree um but i i guess in that range of that wide receiver 29 range i'm just looking for more upside like he does, he just doesn't offer much upside. I think in this offense, as you know, a wide receiver two, more of a, like a wide receiver three, because I mean, he's at least I got him statted out around like Christian Cook, with the volume he gets. I mean, Dylan, I know you agree he could finish as a wide receiver two. Yeah. Uh I got Amon Ross St. Brown actually a slot down than Allen Robinson, and we saw last year with the volume he gets. He can obviously finish as a wide receiver too. Chris Godwin around that range. Um, go again, Michael Thomas, Jalen Waddle, like all these guys just off, in my opinion, offer a higher upside. Yeah. Just blowing my mind with some of these players. Like He's I got Juju ahead of him as well. Like Higher upside with Patrick Mahomes. The problem is potential number uh, one Robinson target in that offense. Just, but at some point, Mike Talent out talent out wins it at some point. Allen Robinson is but much fantasy football than is talent and opportunity there. mixed together. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And what did Allen Robinson not have last year? Opportunity. He did not have opportunity he last year. Stripped it out of the offense because Matt Nagy or will to play. Yeah. How do you how do you know it won't happen again? 
because he's for the, the Super Bowl champion. I'm, I'm just I'm talking McKay, shit, but I'm just the cool, the, because the coolest, we don't we can't player coach. We are of all time. As much as we'd like to sit up in here and act like we know everything, guys, we don't. I do. No, <laughs> <laughs> I do know that he can produce just like Robert Woods, right. which is a wide receiver. Release too. the uh, air nozzle in the back of your head to let that fucking <laughs> ego out because. Whew. <laughs> I, I lean with Ike here. It, Robert Woods was a wide receiver too. Allen Robinson is good. I don't see a scenario on which Allen Robinson doesn't finish as a top 22 wide receiver. All right. So here's what I got my guys statted out at. And you said top what wide receiver? 22. I just threw out a number. So, man. 22. That's I'll, I'll even just go 24. Cause that would be technically wide receiver. Two. Yeah. Right now I got at wide receiver. 24 is DK Metcalf. Can you put Allen Robinson over DK Metcalf? I think so, because Drew Locke. PPR, sure. Football, yeah. I wouldn't feel great about it, but I could, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Exactly my point. Like, this, it's hard, man. I, I'm looking for upside here in my rankings because, I mean, I, it's hard to predict injuries, man. I mean, Allen Robinson, it is. But it is. he doesn't even play full seasons anymore. Granted, that could have been part of last year's scripting out of the, the game process. But I don't know. I just – I lack upside when you're not the number one option on that offense. Sure. I mean, he's going to have, you know, good fantasy value, but not to where I'm going in the I, – I, I'd rather not have him as my wide receiver two. I'd rather have him as a wide receiver three. Sure. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, I think that pretty much settles it, guys. Uh, good show. You got anything else to add before we get out of here? I'm going to be making some adjustments here because, obviously, you guys hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you had some goofy stuff, but I think Ike did, too. All in all, it was pretty good. It was good to talk it out, though. And it, I think, like you just said, I think that should uh, help you guys in your rankings that maybe now after we just went through all that, you guys should go back and adjust it. I don't know. I kind of want to just gonna keep DJ Moore there just to spite you. <laughs> <folks. laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, guys, you can follow all our work over at fantasysixpack.net. Um, please go over to the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel and please like and subscribe. Uh, like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, you can follow me at dclemens2222. You can follow Ike at Ike2121. You can follow Michael Plant at be like underscore Mike with two eyes. Um, we will be back next week. Not quite sure what we're doing yet, but um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll figure it out as we go. Yes. See you guys.